Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Eve. Hey, Claude, how you doing? You know, every day is a Friday when you're in the Virgin Gorda Islands, not to be obnoxious. It's very true. If we weren't doing the podcast, like, would you know what day it is? Is that the level of vacation that you're at? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I barely know what day it is, but I do because I'm like, is it a when, Is it a weekday or a weekend? Because then I have to podcast. So I have, like, some structure, but for the most part, it's like, what time is it, you know? You're on island time. No, and I very much intend to stay on island time. Like, even on upon my return, there's something, you know, we could all learn from the island culture, like, of just... Like letting the sun be your guide, you know? I totally agree. And that actually um, reminds me of something that I'm starting to feel really passionately about. It's a little like non-political legislature news, but there is a bill, a, a, a bipartisan bill that is on its way to the floor that is calling for us to stop daylight savings time and stop going backwards and forwards. And that like with this daylight savings coming up, like that should be the last one. And that would give us more daytime, more sunlight in the winter, which Hmm. I think is like so necessary. So what the fuck is the reason why? So it started a while back. At first it started um, during World War I. I was doing some research on it last night because I thought the same thing. I'm like, obviously this benefits someone. I used to think it was like for the farmers so that they could get their like sunlight in check. Um, I thought it was like for the planet. It's it, Apparently it started as a way to like conserve energy um, during World War I. That's what I was reading. Um, but I think that we should add more hours of daylight, not end the daylight savings, just like end it after this next one where we spring forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the winter is already so SAD. And why should it also be without sunlight? We could really use that extra hour. It's even more sad, like going home from work at four o'clock and it's literally dark out. So I agree. It seems like a really unnecessary thing. And this might be like the dumbest question ever. And I might be like really showing my lack of intelligence, but Is daylight savings an American thing or like a globe thing? No, it's global. Each country, even different states. I was like, it's actually really interesting. So I think Germany was actually the first country to do it. Different countries have it, but some don't. And also even in the U.S., some states don't do daylight savings. So like during... um, any given time you they could be an hour behind us and then like later in the year they're two hours behind us because of the time zones so it really is just like sort of a clusterfuck and it's like so unnecessary like why are we making drama where drama does not need to happen 
Right. I think in like the modern times, it's or at least in, in this current junction, it's not necessary. And instead, like when we're all just like struggling with mental health, like we could benefit from the extra sunlight in the winter. And I rest my case on that. I completely agree. I'm going to look into this legislative legislature and um, very good to know. I didn't know that there was a like a lobbying group on Capitol Hill who's was passionate about this. You know, they are. And like I I thank them for their passions. And also, like, if you're someone who is pro daylight savings, like, let me know why, because I would yeah. love to like I would love to understand all facets of it. Um and just get a better sense. Daylight savings is like one of those weird things that's just like weird about the world. Do you know what I mean? That and like leap years. Yeah. No, there's just like some like funny world stuff that. Yes, but I actually understand the need for a leap year. Like I learned mm-hmm. about it in school and it fully like makes sense in terms of like the calendar. Like there's a reason. I don't see the reason we're not currently living during World War One. Right. Not currently, but maybe there are other reasons. So please like let me know. I know that you guys will let me know if um you feel strongly on the other side. But I'm I'm definitely open to to a dialogue around daylight savings because like even now the days are starting to get longer as we head into spring and like it is such a mood booster. Like to it 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 makes such a big difference. And so if there's something that's like impeding our daylight, nah. No, you're 100% right. Like, that's why people really call it and they really do get seasonal depression. It's like the the darkness and the cold weather, like, it all contributes to a negative mental health state. And that's why when spring comes, it's like, oh, my God, I'm healed. Yeah, and then there's, like, a bounty of beautiful things in the spring. There's more daylight. There's great weather. And it's like, why do we have to suffer so much in the winter? You know, I understand the weather's never going to be great in the winter, but a little sunlight. Yeah. So that's my thought of the day. That's our piece of legislature for the day. Yes. And my other thought for the day is I just dropped Bruno off to be neutered. And oh my God, his bark mitzvah. It's his bark mitzvah. He's becoming a man. It was honestly like kind of emotional to just like drop him off and like know yep. what he's go he's like going under. And he had no idea. He thought he it was like another party for him. Like he's like, Yeah, I'm going out with mom and pops. What's good? And I'm just like, Bruce, <laughs> it's the party's over. No, it's literally his first, it actually is a party. It's his first time doing drugs. I know. And so like I'll see him later today. I'm just like thinking of him. My heart and my mind are with him today. Well, I am with him, and I know the whole Kotos community will be thinking of him. It's such a fast procedure, and then he's probably awake already. But I know he's probably done already, but he just, like, sleeps off the the drugs. Like, he'll be fine. Yeah. No, I think the actual procedure is in, like, an hour because he's still getting all of his tests to make sure he's up to snuff. Um, so I'll see him later today, and apparently he's going to be, like, zonked out all day, which is actually yeah. kind of nice. He'll it's be, like, so cute. Sweet Bruce. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's also cute because they have to wear the cone and it's like so pathetic, but that you really don't want them licking their sutures. Yes. So he runs around in the cone and he has no idea why he's being put in the cone. And it's actually so cute. You got to get cute cone pics. Oh, I will. I actually just ordered um, apparently the best cone in the biz. uh, Inflatable. the comfy cone, yeah. yeah. I didn't get the brand name one because I ordered it on Amazon and I needed the one that was going to be here by today. So That's fine. I've, I got the phone. <laughs> That's fine. I got one from Amazon too and I'm sure it wasn't the name brand one, but I think Theo was grateful for it. Ugh, Theo. I miss him. That's really what the show has been lacking this week. I actually can't even talk about it. It makes me so depressed. It's like the one thing that's wrong with my trip, you know? Yeah. I, I can imagine. Well, you'll be home soon enough, and Theo's having a blast, and it's And he's so good. well taken care of, and I have no 
doubts. I just like miss him so much. Like when I lay in bed and there's no fiery hot piece of fur between me and Ben, like it just doesn't feel right. No, that's, that's, that ain't right. It actually Um, feels wrong. (laughs) Yesterday I actually did, um, I got a new piece of furniture, which I haven't gotten like something for my home in a long time. And it's so exciting to transform your space. What'd you get? I got a bench for the end of my bed that serves two purposes. One, so that Bruno can jump up to the bench and then onto the bed and he can have like autonomy in deciding when he wants to be on and off the bed. And two, it also has so much storage. So remember how I was saying I have nowhere to put all my skims cozy and like my extra merch? Put it all on the bench. Like my air, like it was one of the best things I've ever bought. I'm just like so excited about my bench. I bought a bench as well for Theo and it ended up just being a fabulous piece of decor. I'm very pro bench. Oh, cute. You see it? I just yeah. showed you. Yeah, it's like super modern. I got it from CB2 and I'm just like really excited about it. Like anyone who FaceTimes me, I'm like, have I shown you my bench? No, and it's like, counselor, you may approach the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, justice is always being served at the bench. No, no, and it's like now you could literally hold courtroom from your bedroom. Love, love, love to see it. Well, speaking of home decor, um, that's a great segue into our first sponsor if you'd like to just dive right in. Wow, I love a segue. So, without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. So if you're looking to spruce up your home, why don't you try FrameBridge? They make it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your house. You can add a gallery wall to your home office, or you can use it to send the perfect gift. From fun art prints and diplomas to photos sitting in your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. So FrameBridge is a revolutionary company. Um, If you're looking to have photos framed, art framed, it can be really, really expensive and like a torturous process to go to the framer. But FrameBridge.com lets you upload your photo or they'll send you a package to safely mail in a physical photo. You can preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. You can choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your furnished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Plus, the hund- uh, instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, and all shipping is completely free. Plus, our listeners can get 15% off your first order when you go to FrameBridge.com, and the promo code is TOAST. So, um... If you're looking to get art framed, I actually realized like a few months ago, like I had no framed photos of my family, but framing is just like torturous. Framebridge is everything. I've always wanted to have a gallery wall and I have no idea how to do it. So if I ever do one, I'm going to have Framebridge designers just like help me through it. Um, it's a fabulous company, fabulous product. The things, the photos come back really, really well done. Um, super high quality. So if you want to get started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift, go to framebridge.com and use the promo code TOAST to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com, promo code TOAST, framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. Check it out. Love it. Also, we're Zooming right now and my Framebridge photo is in the background just like looking so stellar, adding so much to my frame. Elevating our process. Oh, we'd love to elevate the vibe when we cultivate the vibe. When we do, yes. <laughs> okay, let's get into the news. The first story, it's some more royal family drama. It's just the week of the royals, I'm sure you guys Yeah, it's their week. Expected. We'll let them it's have their it. their week. 
because Prince William broke his silence on Thursday about his brother Harry's bombshell Oprah Winter Winfrey interview. So he um, he was walking and a reporter was questioning him. So it wasn't like a formal addressing of the situation, but he did answer this reporter's questions. So um, he had said that he haven't he he said that he hasn't spoken to Harry yet, but quote I will do. And then um, he was asked about uh, Meghan Markle's treatment. Uh, from the family and was it racially motivated he said quote we're very much not a racist family so those were the two quotes that he gave letting everyone know that he plans to talk to harry and that they are not a racist family well those are two very interesting tidbits the first is like really shocking i think the fact that they haven't spoken and it's been sunday what's today it's been like four days since the interview came out like that is not a good sign like this relationship is on the fritz even more so than they made it seem in the interview but i think they were protecting william in a little a little bit yeah but he told us they were not speaking and that they were taking space like they were taking spichemin so why after like you just threw your brother's career under the bus like would now would you talk I mean, because there's like, how can you not talk now? Like, this is the time. Like, there's so much to say. Really? But it's also like, what's there to say? Like, and if you had all these things to say, like, you could have called me instead of going on television. Yeah, no, I mean, them like, going on television this, definitely this, delays their their reconciliation. Right. In this situation, like, who calls who? Does Harry call William or does William call Harry? I mean, Harry should call William. But, but he's not going to. But he's not like I don't. So it doesn't surprise me that they haven't spoken. It surprises me more that he says that he will be speaking to him. Yeah, and then the other part, we are very much not a racist family. I can imagine how frustrating it is because, like we said, like as a member of the royal family, the rule is like we don't respond to people. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if you have your own interpretation of how that conversation went down. Or, you know, Meghan and Harry said a member of the royal family. Like, let's say just for for instance, like it was um, like Princess Margaret. Okay, you know, like someone random. But they didn't specify who it was. So now like you're kind of painting with a broad brush. brush. Is that the phrase? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not allowed to retort. I can imagine how that's frustrating when like the whole world thinks that you said it or like you were just generalizing here. Um so I don't know if they're going to change the, their family rule now. Like, maybe we will speak out. Like, maybe we'll do our own interview with Pierce Morgan. Oh, wow. I, probably not with Pierce Morgan, but no. I don't – Yeah, because on the one hand, like, this kind of calls for their own interview. Like, this is such a big story. I was reading that the royal family actually hasn't been in, involved in such a, a scandal as big as this since um, – David abdicated for Wallace Simpson and like oh I thought you were gonna say since Diana no like apparently this is bigger than Diana and and I I don't know I mean I just would have liked to like be alive during those times because I we know how like history has shaken out remembered it yeah but what was like public what you know what was like the the public consensus or what were people saying and thinking in America or the UK when like he abdicated IDK? Yeah. I think in terms of the abdication, that's like something UK people would like really give a shit about. Cause that's like actual drama. Like this is like petty, like that, like can, the abdication like changes the course of history forever. Whereas like this, like Harry was six in line. He's never going to be Prince. So this is just like fun drama, you know, well, not fun, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's like gossip as a... Right. 
But I don't know. I think it might have implications for the monarchy. So I'm saying, given the but, fact that, that it's at that level, like, it's it's extremely dramatic for them. Like, yeah. I feel like we might get more of a response than what we're generally used to. I mean, William even, like, said something. Like, that's even crazy. Like, that when I saw that video, I was, like, shook to the motherfucking core. Like, No, I know. I didn't expect that. Once again, they're but, not saying much, but it's way more than I expected. But just to compare those two situations, I had made a good point in my head. Just give me one second. Like comparing David and this and Megan, it was like, oh, 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 yeah. Like this is like kind of the biggest, most you know, shook worthy piece of drama the royal family's ever been involved in. But it's important to remember, like, these are not our royal family. And whatever Americans think, like, UK people, like, do not give a shit. Like, it doesn't matter in the course of history. And the UK population, like, stands with the queen. Like, they stand with the royal family. Like, they they are not taking Meghan Markle's, like, word for any of this. So even though it feels like for us, because in America, like, we are so Meghan Markle, it's actually, like, not. Because in the UK, like, people don't even care about her. Like, yeah, you know, that's a good point. It's like, I feel like because things are reaching such a boiling point here that like, yeah. of course it's going to affect the family, but like, they, we have nothing to do with them. No, and when that's what I was saying yesterday. Like, when I went on their Instagram accounts, like, there weren't like American, you know, that's such an American thing to do. Like, you head to the comments, you like troll someone when they're going through some sort of con- controversy. Mm-hmm. And all the comments were like people in the UK being like, I stand with my queen. Thank you for your long years of service. Like honor, you know, God save the queen, like all those little phrases. So it feels for us. And I would love to get a perspective from someone who is from the UK. Like, I don't think it's as, it's still big, but it's not as like groundbreaking as for us. It is because we see it completely different in America. Like we see it a hundred percent differently. Got it. Very, I think that's a really good point. I feel like I've been seeing some perspectives from people in the UK and it, it already is different. Like even, but also like we said, like just the cultural differences. Like I feel like someone messaged me something like, or maybe I read something that was like, you know, the UK motto, it's like, keep calm and carry on. Like, and that's not, that's not how we No, in America, it. it's like, don't be calm and scream at the top of your lungs. Like yeah. that, it's true. Like we're so different. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so we'll keep you posted if we hear from any more members. But our next story is that Meghan Markle filed a complaint against Pierce Morgan over his comments on her mental health. So we spoke about yesterday how Pierce Morgan left Good Morning Britain and there were a bunch of complaints from viewers about what he had said. Turns out one of those complaints was lodged by Meghan Markle herself. She made a formal complaint to ITV following Pierce Morgan's on-air comments regarding her mental health, which she opened up about during her interview with Oprah. A formal complaint was filed with On TV on behalf of Meghan after Monday's broadcast of Good Morning Britain, The Guardian officially reported. Quote, Meghan's complaint to ITV concerned the impact of Morgan's comments could have on others and how it could degrade the seriousness of mental health issues the complaint did not relate to the personal nature of morgan's attacks yeah i mean there's like so much weirdness going on between pierce morgan and Meghan markle like i feel like since she's become what she is she hasn't even acknowledged his presence in the slightest so now it's like this is the first time she's like acknowledging him as a human being like and i'm glad like i'm glad that she felt heard but i wish she like never even acknowledged him because like he's in love with her you know yeah, this, like, gives him – I don't know if he's in love with her anymore, but I think anymore, it's personal. Anymore, probably not, yeah. It's personal between these two. Um, it's personal but, for Parse. I don't know if it's personal for Megan. 
No, I don't know either. But also we were talking about yesterday how why now? Like why would this be the thing? Like Pierce has been Parse has been saying, you know, has not been crazy a crazy shit Megan. forever. Has not been a fan of Megan for a long time. So like why now would he be leaving for that? But uh this seems to make sense. And apparently they they um I think I read somewhere that ITV either said apologize. He they told him to apologize and he said that he wasn't going to and that he would rather leave. He also so, has been um, walking down the street with reporters asking him questions, answering questions. I guess that's what people do in the UK. Well, I'm not surprised that Pierce Morgan is answering questions. Like, he's been, like, ever since he quit, he, like, is on this journey on social media, like, responding to literally every person on planet Earth. And it's like, okay, we get it. You took a stand. Like, leave us alone. You know, it's so funny. I saw a headline that was, like, because when he spoke to reporters, the headline was, like, Pierce Morgan breaks his silence on Meghan Markle, like, Thing. And he was, I was never like, silent. When was, when was he silent? Such a good point. Such a good point. He actually could it could use you know uh, an exercise in, in silence. He's just like so annoying, and he just gives me like thirst monster vibes. Yeah. Well, he says he has big things coming. Don't we all? Secret project. <laughs> yeah, he's got a secret project. I'll believe in it when works. I see it. Okay, so that wraps up our royal news of the day. If you have any other um, things you want to add, I actually would like to add one thing because I've just been learning more and more about the um, the like the traditions and the laws and the rules. And we had said yesterday that the king broke the changed the rules um, for William's children um, to all these princess, the queen. Sorry. Oh, I was talking I'm about like, the King's patent. King George's, we've all been hearing about the patent, right? Yeah, George V, George V. George V. So the Queen changed the rules for um, Kate and William's children to all be prince and princess, which is not what it would have been. I learned that that was because she changed the rules when Kate was pregnant, before they knew if she was going to ha- be having a boy or a girl. And she changed it so that whether she had a girl or a boy, that first child would be the heir to the throne because before that it would have been the first son but it's clear that like women it like it it was an outdated law Mm -hmm. I mean she's a woman and she's a queenie vibe like obviously women can be queens so she made that stipulation so that no matter the gender the firstborn would be in line to the throne feminist queen I got it but here's what I'll never understand and Mm -hmm. you can explain this to me all you want why is it Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, <laughs> but then it will be King Will William and Queen Kate Middleton? Like, why does that make any motherfucking sense? Will it be Queen Kate? Yes, they keep. They say she's the future queen. You no. And okay, in the Crown, ready? In the Crown. Okay. Queen Elizabeth's mom was a queen, queen. mother, and her dad was the king. Are you sure Queen Elizabeth's mom was the queen? Yes, and then she was queen mother after the king died. That's why. How do you know she was a queen? Because I watched the show, and like for the first episode, the first minute, the dad was still king. Huh. Well, I mean, honestly, that's never. I mean, it's also like never made sense why a ninety-year-old man is like a prince. Um. (laughs) Oh, it's hysterical. No, it's like Prince Philip is a prince, and so is Prince George. And you know what? I feel as though they both add equal amounts of excitement to the royal family. No, I agree. And also what was funny, I was reading about all the titles in like the royal family and also like the more extended network. And the title that they offered to Archie was like Earl of Dumberton. Earl of Dumberton, I'm sorry, it's 70 years old. 
No, and it's also just like an ugly name. Like that's like Earl of Sandwich, you know, from Ladies of London. Not to disrespect the history at all, but like just like l- phonetically, it's like would I rather be the Queen of England or the Earl of Dumberdale, whatever it was called? Like, okay, but like Earl of Sandwich. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Earl of Sandwich isn't bad, and and it, now it's obviously an iconic name, and also it's like because he invented the sandwich, so it's like if you don't want a silly name, don't invent something useful. Right, so I guess that would make me like the Earl of Dirty Jeans. No, you'd be the, the Earl of Chipwich. I was just <laughs> thinking that too, but I didn't invent the Chipwich. I just popularized it. <laughs> okay, Earl of Dirty Jeans. Um, Earl of Dumbledore, is that what you said? Dumberton, I think. I'm thinking of Harry Potter. Dumberton. Oh, it's, it is confusing. Yeah, I just again think it's so funny how like media just makes things up because we now know like – they weren't they said that they weren't Archie wasn't offered a title and the media was like, Oh my god, Megan and Harry are doing things their own way, like not giving Archie a title so we can have a normal life. And it's like, where the fuck did you come up with that? Like that's just not true. Yeah. Also, I was reading this like whole long IG stories from like a royal expert. Um, and there are in some of the other families, some of the other children or grandchildren have foregone titles for their children to like lead more normal lives. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's gone really well for them. Oh, good. I'm happy for them. Anyone I know? Um, like Zara. You know? Larson? Zara. Zara Tyndall. You Don't know. know her. Like Philip. Just some random. Don't know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like they, they enjoy the life of Rando. Right. That's why we don't know them because they're right. in have a normal life. Yeah. While also like having the queen as their grandma. Very cool. Right. Okay. Are you ready to move on? Are we moving on? Brought to you by stamps.com. Because if, if it's not, I, then I don't want it. Shut it down if, if it's not. Let's face it. Taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. That's why we recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com always allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere from your, right from your computer. You can send letters, send packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money because with Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and USPS and UPS all in one place. Plus, you get big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you also get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive expensive postage meters. It's a no-brainer. They save you time and money at Stamps.com. It's a no-wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use Stamps.com. So stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code TOAST, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts, so just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TOAST. That's stamps.com, promo code TOAST, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Love it. Sam's.com saved my life the other week because I had to mail something out that Claudia was like on my case about and I didn't have okay. any stamps. I no, had you given were right. you a, like two weeks to get that out. Like, Okay, you were, you were right. I needed to get it out. But like that's just like not my forte <laughs> is sending mail. Me neither. But with stamps.com, like I actually was able to do it all from the comfort of my own home and it was liberating. No, I know. It's literally like I think one of 
my least favorite activities is mailing stuff at the post office. Like, kill me. I'm always, I always end up sweating. Yeah, no, it's it's a sweaty place to be. I have a yeah. lot of those things, though, where it's like, I can't call and make a reservation. Like, I'm not going to call and, like, change my, like, I can't be, like, I have so many things that irk me that, unfortunately, I have to make my way to the post office sometimes, but not since stamps.com came into my life, like a beacon yeah. of light. Love that for you. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Yes. Lady Gaga and Adam Driver were spotted filming House of Gucci in Italy. Have you seen these pics? No, and what is House of Gucci? It's a movie about the House of Gucci. Um, oh, wow. And the pictures are sickening. Yeah, the pair were spotted well, in Italy Wednesday, dressed late in late 20th century period costumes as they filmed the new fashion greed and murder flick, House of Gucci. In the photos, Gaga ditched her signature blonde locks for a brown wig to get into the role of notorious black widow, widow Patrizia Reggiani, who arranged the murder of her fashion mogul ex-husband, Maurizio Gucci, in 1995. Don't you think it's weird how Lady Gaga is the face of Versace and she's doing this movie? I do feel like this is a conflict of interest. Is she the face of Versace? She has been for a really long time. Oh, I miss that. By the way, so on brand for both of them. I agree that would that is sort of funny. This this whole movie and pictures reminds me of um, Assassination of Gianni Versace. Yes. Which when was, you said um, it, I thought it was going to be another Ryan Murphy like uh, show. No, it is, um, it's a movie um, called The House of Gucci, and it's based on a book, The House of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour, and greed. Hmm. Well, it actually so, sounds good. Maybe your contract sound good. is up. The pictures look, like, really on point. Um, so it looks like Lady Gaga is, like, continuing her journey into acting. How do we feel about that? I feel good. Like, I think people should, for the most part, like, stick to what they know. Unless you are like a multi-talented queen, and we've seen many pop stars try and act, you know, in recent memory, Nick Jonas, and I don't think it's the move for him. I do think what he, he should. What did he act in? Um, that movie that he was promoting on SNL that I heard was just like an atrocity. Oh, I didn't even hear about it. I just don't like when he acts. Like, I, like some people it works for and some people it doesn't. Lady Gaga is one of those people, and Nick Jonas is also one of those people. That it does work for? Does not work for Got it. Okay, I mean, yeah, I feel like this will be interesting because Star is Born, I thought Lady Gaga was really good because it was, like, the role for her. It was literally written for her. And she really, like, played some sort of version of herself. So yeah. it will be interesting to see how she does in, in a, more of a period piece. Yeah. I don't know if I would say period piece. The 90s, man, we're getting further and further away. It's almost, like, 30 years ago. That's true. You know, I always, I regard the 90s as 10 years ago. Of course. No, it was like five years ago. But I was born in the 90s, so that would like literally make me 10 years old. Of course. Same. Are you ready for our next story? Some sad news for the pioneer woman. S-N-F-T-P-W? Yes. Shit. Ree Drummond's nephew was critically injured in a crash with her husband as they battle a blaze on the family ranch. Ree Drummond, the pioneer woman, her husband and nephew were involved in a collision near the farm in Osage County, Oklahoma on Wednesday. According to a report from the Oklahoma Highway Patrol obtained by People, the collision took place around 1.43 p.m. on Wednesday, about eight miles west of Pawhuska. Very sad. We always talk, well, we, we have sometimes spoken of the pioneer woman and her farm chemin vibes. And this is just a sad story. I hope everyone is but- doing okay. But what 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 was the collision like? An accident, or were they fighting? Um, the 
It was an accident. Ladd and Caleb Drummond were each driving a Himat Fire truck on County Road N3660. This he is was the driving most country southbound. story. He was driving southbound while her husband was driving northbound. The trucks hit one another head-on due to high winds on a gravel road that caused visibility to be decreased, according to the report. Oh, so they collided with each other. Oh, that's scary. That is really, really scary. Well, I hope they're okay. okay. Yeah. We have a lot of Pioneer Pioneer Woman stands. We have a lot of Pioneer Woman stands in the toasters, and so... um, she she's really I, as I continue my journey into cooking, like she's really coming up for me, and I just hope everyone. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, she's so fabulous, and just like the farm chemin element, is immaculate. It helps. I just uh, followed her on TikTok. Oh, what does she do there? She obviously like has one of her daughters run it, and it's actually it's pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's her best platform, but it's hard. I I give people like a six month grace period when joining TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like food TikTok is so wonderful. Yeah. But she doesn't really do recipes. She does more like lifestyle farm life vibes. Wow. Might have to get back on TikTok for her. John Mayer also just joined TikTok. And I have to say it's been a a journey, like a really exciting journey. His content is there. And did you see him and Marin Morris announced that they are collabing together for the Grammys? Yes, I wanted to mention that. We were speculating on what he might be doing and with whom. And though I still think he'll be doing like a cover of a classic, um, it's nice to know that he'll be working with Marin Morris. Like truly, it will be wonderful. Yeah, I feel like now I'm even more sure that the, he's doing a cover of a classic because Marin is also like that go-to girl at the CMA Awards, at the ACM Awards, to like put respect on some legendary artist's work. So I think the two of them together will do an amazing classic collab. A hundred percent. Also, it's not like either of them is currently promoting new music. So right. they're definitely doing a tribute to someone with a classic cover. Right. Is there like a legendary artist who passed away this year? There's a number of them. Maybe Charlie Pride. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's a good guess. Okay. That's my guess. My pick is in. Okay. Um, I'm actually looking forward to the Grammys. Like, I will be tuning in to as much as um, as much as much of it as I can stomach. Okay. I'll keep you posted on my decision. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's actually some good news I'm excited to share and talk about with you. I'm only interested if it's if it's the some good news that you're excited to share and talk about with me that's brought to you by Bruce. Like, I'm honestly like that's literally all I care about. Well, you know what? You're in luck because it is. <sighs> Thank God. Everyone knows Bruce is our favorite sponsor here at The Morning Toast. The best electric toothbrush on the market. One, because it works super well. And two, it's not a crazy price. I've seen most electric toothbrushes on the market go for over $200, which is insane. So the brush has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. It has a four-week battery life, a magnetic charging station, and a compact travel case, which is great because I decided to go on vacation, brought my brush for a week, and did not bring the charger. And then when I decided to extend another week, I didn't even think about it. Like, I didn't even have to worry about my brush because, of course, it would stay charged for another three weeks. They also offer a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Brush will ship you a new replacement head every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. It has a sleek design. Their electric toothbrush is modern, aesthetically pleasing, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. I know so many toasters have taken the dive, gotten the brush, and it has changed their life for the better. So if you want to get rid of bad breath, you want to get rid of RDH, 
head over to bruch.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Use the promo code TOAST for 15% off when you get the toothbrush kit and the refill plan. Again, that's promo code TOAST at bruch.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H. Thank you, Jackie, for letting me get that off my chest. I'm so glad that you did, and I'm so glad that even more people know about the magic of Bruch. Yeah, it's the magic of Bruch. Okay, fifth and final story. I think you're going to be happy about this. Bling Empire stars Kelly and Andrew break up after five years together. They are officially done. The Netflix stars decided to split after five years and some incredible times together. Kelly shared via Instagram on Tuesday. She said, I have a tremendous amount of respect and love for him and will always cherish the memories we made. However, we have made the difficult decision to officially separate at this point in our lives. We are both so grateful to have experienced a relationship that allowed us to grow and learn so much. I mean, this is not shocking, but what I do find shocking is that at the very last episode of Bling Empire, like they got back together and that was filmed before COVID. So they've been together for over a year, even though that was like on again, off again, like that's not it. Like that that is one of the worst, most toxic couples ever. Like I'm glad they weren't alone during quarantine, but still. No, ever. I would rather be alone than be with him. He was like literally one of the worst characters I've ever watched on television. Kelly is an actual literal queen. Queen. And it was so frustrating to watch. Like I can't believe they they were even together this long and that they did spend this whole past year together. But I'm glad that finally it's over. Like I don't care when or how. I just like need, need a better match for her. Yeah, he was, like, so emotionally manipulative. And, like, even though I didn't ship Kelly with Kevin, who was, like, so into her, mm-hmm. I just wanted her with anyone besides – what's this guy's name? I call him Andrew. Power Ranger. Power Andrew. Ranger. Yeah, no, I so agree. I was, like, here for um, Kelly and Kevin. I was, but then Kevin started to get on my nerves, too, and I'm just, like – Like, w- like we get it. You don't have as much money as everyone else. Like, you don't have to talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I will – I hope that, like, we get another – season of bling empire and i think whatever season comes next like will be better than the first one because i think the Mm -hmm. first one it it was enjoyable at times and i thought the cast was like elements were so super interesting but then there were some people that definitely had to go andrew being one of them yeah and actually speaking of netflix reality shows sun selling sunset was renewed for a season four and five which i feel like we knew it's such a hit but it's now official right and um i think we're gonna get like pregnant chriselle on there i'm sorry Christine on there which is very exciting but speaking of Chriselle she has been like popping up everywhere recently like like being like um like getting involved in like random people's drama like she was starting stuff in the comments on Bethany's tweets about Meghan Markle which like I get that you're passionate about but like it was just like kind of random and and then I feel like I saw her pop up somewhere else I can't remember exactly but she's just like she's obviously like um Maybe she's just, like, bored and she's been spending a lot of time on her phone, which I get, because I've just been seeing her a lot. Yeah, no, I saw her in the comments on Bethany's tweet, and I was just like, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is loser on loser crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um, getting involved. Totally. Also, speaking of Netflix reality show drama, I sent you this article yesterday, and I don't think that you read it, but there's, like, major beef between Francesca Faraggio and Haley, who was her friend, who, like, literally was, like, only shown on the show as being her friend like they have so much beef and it's all this like covid related drama which yes I'm sorry I did see your article and I had I was drinking and I had already like caught up on the gossip so I figured we would just like discuss it on the show okay no I was only sending it to you like not even like 
just like because I just thought it was so crazy reading it like the accusations that were hurled the each accusing the other of like having COVID and going to like restaurants and in right. taxis and stuff and like it was just nuts yeah so basically Haley who is like kind of irrelevant like Francesca's really reinvented herself like I even forget that she's from too out to handle because to me she's just like an LA TikToker YouTuber Instagram queen and they were like best friends and then something happened now they've been like literally like annihilating each other on social media and harry jowsey has taken Haley's side obviously because he is francesca's ex and they're both accusing francesca of like you know not paying her whatever and going out to bars and restaurants even though she knew she had covid three times which like if that's true like they have to the cdc has to contact francesca because she would be like the first person on the planet to get COVID three <laughs> times, right? Like, I've heard about people getting it twice, and they're, like, a rare... Breed. No, and it's always, like, a People times, Magazine like, she's article. She's got to talk to Fauci. 100%. That's she's crazy. She's got to talk to Fauci. <laughs> so I think, like, probably people were exaggerating on both sides, right, but, but it's, like, the it's most like, random then, drama ever. But then Francesca was accusing Haley of having COVID and going to restaurants, and it's like, well, which one was it? Right. No, right. so and now it's, also, like... also, there was this drama of, like... Um, remember Sharon from the show also? I guess, like, Haley has an OnlyFans and, like, posted um, that Sharon, like, had signed up for her OnlyFans, but, like, she photoshopped his email. Like, it was fake. What? And so you know, like, the drama is so intricate. Sharon? Sharon signed up for Haley's OnlyFans, but apparently but he didn't. But it was, like, she photoshopped and, like, made a fake email address that, like, looked like it was Sharon. Like, I guess in order to promote her OnlyFans. Um, oh, which you is, know, it, which I can't actually, understand that. It's kind of, like, a, an interesting marketing. Like, imagine if we were, like, so-and-so signed up for our Patreon. Like, you should, too. Well, it actually reminds me how, like, like 10 years ago, you remember how you used to make fake tweets? Mm-hmm. So what year is it right now? 2020? One. 2021. 2021. It was probably 10 years ago when Donald Trump was, like, on Celebrity Apprentice. He was not political. Like, he was just a celebrity. I made a fake tweet from, like, Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian, Donald Trump. Like, I made a million, like, being like, oh, my God, girl with no job is, like, amazing. I love her. And, of course, like, when I got canceled, like, it made its way around being like, Donald Trump follows girl with no job. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, it was a joke I made when I was in high school. Like, but so that shit comes back to bite you in the ass. I can attest to that. And I'm sure Sharon and Haley can attest to it, too. Yeah, so just, like, a lot of drama, and also some of the drama centered around, like, season two of Too Hot to Handle, apparently, has already filmed, and one of Haley's friends is on it, and then, like, Haley told Francesca, like, what happens on the, on the season, because it's over, and then, like, Francesca apparently, like, let it slip on IG Live, so it's just, like... Oh, shit, that's bad. Yeah, there's just, like, a lot of Too Hot to Handle drama, and I just feel like it was... It's Too Hot to Handle. It was, like, new, new drama too you know it's so random like and it's so messy and it's honestly a little too hot to handle for me it is and it's like if you don't follow all these people on instagram and watch their stories and also like watch the stories within like the first 10 minutes of them posting them then you have no idea what's going on no and if you never watch too hot to handle like you have absolutely no fucking idea what we're talking about and like i i apologize i know but i really feel like that was one of those shows that everybody watched because that was when um we were all in this together Yes, I, it's crazy to think like these people have only been in our lives for like a year. Less than. By the way, we are coming up on the one year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. And how are we? How are you going to be celebrating? I think we should take two weeks off and go to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> 
I agree. I think that's the only way to No, we should definitely do something. And also, we're coming up on our interview with Dr. Burks, and I think we should wear our scarves. Oh, for sure. We should wear them on our heads like you did, looking so fabulous. That's, you know, I get you a girl who can do both. I wore the same scarf around my shoulders to interview Dr. Deborah Burks on behalf of the White House Coronavirus Task Force. And I also wore it around my head to the Soggy Dollar Beach Bar um, yesterday, which was a fabulous, fabulous bar that you would have loved. Like, I roll up. It's a beach bar, so you have to come up in your boat, and you have to swim, like, a little ways from your boat to the shore. And I pull up, and what's playing? Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer on my hand. And I just knew that, like, that was where I was meant to be. That's so beautiful. Wow. Talk about inner peace. No, I've really um, kind of perfected the art of inner peace. I don't even have to post about it now because, like, I just live in it, you know? Wow. That's goals. Thank you. And you know what? When Bruno comes back, give him a big kiss from his auntie and tell him that the auntie is transferring a little piece of inner peace all the way to Bruno's little crutch. Oh, my goodness, Bruce. But you know what? This show has been a great distraction because I wasn't thinking about the Bruce nuts extraction. I was thinking about it the whole time. How could you not? (laughs) So I'm off to the spa and then to the beach. So I must be going, darling. Sorry. What are you getting done at the spa? Well, I'm going to get a massage mostly because, and like, is it gross? Like, okay, is it gross to go to the spa for a massage when my back is like so sunburnt and peeled? I don't think Like, should I exfoliate gross. it? No, I think that, um, I, I, maybe even ask them to use an exfoliator. I think people have come in with like a lot worse ailments, even like people who like don't shower before a massage. I think you have Or like people who, I, I won't go to the spa if I have my period. You wouldn't get a massage? Mm-mm. Why? It's like too close to my tampon string. Interesting. I've never thought about it. I'm actually surprised that you don't do that. I mean, I don't know how many times like my period has coincided with the massage. I'm sure that it has. But no, I just wear underwear. Hmm. That's also like the people who um, get like Brazilian waxes like during their period. Like those people should be sent to prison. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that like they'll send you home at the wax place. They'll be like, yes, or they'll only do like the top. Yeah, no, I've I've never collided. That's also for me, like people who don't like take a shower five minutes before their wax. Oh, that's sick. If they don't, yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. I'm actually getting a wax today. Ooh, make sure to shower. Obviously. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast. Leave a fast star review about a beautiful setting and smart we are. I think that was actually the fastest I'd ever done it. Yeah, that's good day. stuff. We'll Bye. see you tomorrow for Friday. Bye.